oh my god i loved this movie (laughs) i loved this movie so much it's kind of crazy Welcome back to Subtitles On or Off. I'm Bailey. And I'm Jess. And this is a podcast where we like to talk about TV shows and movies and all the happening in the film industry. That's right. But also, we're going to talk about what's happening in our lives, too. What we're watching, what's going on. Bailey, how are you? You know, I've had better days. Oh, no. Today was a day for me, Jessica. Oof. Oof. Let me just give you one word. Plumbing. No. Yeah. Immediately no. (laughs) immediately no and the thing is i didn't even know about it i go to work this morning all happy and dandy those are the worst ones oh two words surprise plumbing (laughs) exactly i get a little notification like oh someone's ringing your doorbell and so i like chime in i'm like hello and he's the plumber's like oh we need in the apartment and i'm like my apartment my apartment I was like, I was not aware that there was a leak in my apartment. So long story short, the downstairs neighbor, there was a leak coming through their ceiling. They rooted it to my neighbor who lives next door to me, his bathroom, who shares a wall with my bedroom. So not only was there a leak in a pipe, but they had to drill a big, two giant holes in my side of my bedroom wall. Oh, no. To fix the pipe. And then, so I'm sitting home for two hours while they fix this. Fire alarm's going off because they're welding shit together. Oh, my gosh. It's chaos. It's madness. I eventually go back to work. I pick back up my Friday, feeling good. Get home hours later, like five hours later. Mm -hmm. I walk into my bedroom, humidity in my face. Hot, sticky, and I hear water running. No. Go into my bathroom. They left my faucet and my shower on. Immediately, no. Part two. Yeah. (laughs) I was like, are you kidding me? So what they had did was they shut the water off to the building, obviously, to fix the pipes. Turned on both of my faucets to make sure the water was off. Sure. That makes sense. Right. And then they didn't turn it back off. So when I left back for work... There was no water running because there was no water on. Right. And they didn't tell me they had turned the faucets on. So I got home. My water was running all day. There was condensation dripping from every wall, every nook and cranny in my bathroom into my bedroom. Because they probably turned it back on like from outside and then they didn't realize they left it on. And I had already left. Yeah. And I'm sure they didn't even even think about it. It probably didn't even cross their mind that they left it on. So I sent a strongly worded email to my building. Yeah, you did. And I was like, uh, look, this ain't, this ain't it, sis. This ain't the vibe. This ain't the vibe. What we doing? I will follow up with a phone call on Monday morning. Yes. Because I'm like, "Uh uh-uh. So you still have holes in your wall. Yes. That's the worst part, too, is they just patched it with a little craft paper and masking tape. What? And I was like, so who's going to fix the hole in my wall? Yeah. They're like, I don't know. We don't do that. I was like, what? So I talked to a management guy that happened to have been at the building at the time. And I said, hey, yo, when are you going to get someone in to patch the holes in my wall? And he was like, what? And Uh I was like, two giant holes in my wall, in my bedroom. And he goes, oh, that's not good. And I said, no, it's not. No shit, buddy. It's not good. (laughs) And so, yeah, I don't know when they're going to get someone out to patch the drywall, but... 
Good thing it's not, like, the middle of winter and you, like, don't have a wall. Yeah, like, freezing. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. It's horrible. I'm just mad. Like, I don't want to have to hear the pipes. Like, if my neighbor takes a shower because there's no wall. Oh, you're going to hear there, all the water running. I'm yeah. I'm going to hear everything. Yeah. I'm going to, like, call Nick and be like, uh-uh, now's all the time for a shower. I'm, I'm not. Business hours only, sir. <laughs> Business hours are enough shower hours, buddy. Or I'm like, go shower in your roommate's shower because I ain't dealing with it. Absolutely. But, you know, other than that, everything is fine. How are you? How was your week? You know, the usual. A strong week at work. Uh, We worked a little bit late today, but that's okay. Overall, I've been chill and went to a comedy show on Wednesday night. Oh, fun. How was that? It was a great time, actually. I got to see one... A comedian that I've been wanting to see. It was Jay Farrow. And he was fantastic. And then another comedian that I love. Her name is Ashley Hesseltine from the Girls Gotta Eat podcast. Um, So I was really excited to see her. And then there was a couple of other acts that were honestly like world class that I've never seen before. Um, Anthony Jesselnik. Sure. Um, (laughs) I had heard of him, but I had never seen him. Um, so yeah, just a casual Wednesday night at the Hollywood Improv. Yeah, you're at the Improv, right? Yeah. Oh, I love the Improv. I do too. Um, we got food. I had never, I don't usually get food there. Fantastic. Oh yeah, I got a $14 chicken quesadilla and it was fantastic. Yeah, it was. (laughs) Yeah, it was. The garlic fries? Oh. Hello. Try their chicken wings next time. Okay, see, I was scared because, okay, so we did get there early and they sat us really early. Um, we got seated at like 7.20 and I thought doors opened at 7.30, but we got seated. And the show didn't start till 8? Right. Yeah, wow. Yeah. A lot of time to kill. Yeah, so we like we got our seats right in front. I was like, somebody's gonna talk to me tonight. Nobody did. That's okay. Um, but we did get there early enough, so I was like, okay, we have time to get food. But also, in case we don't finish the food by the time the show starts, I'm not trying to be that person that's like snacking on a cheeseburger while a comedian's doing their set. Right. And then my friend was like. Yeah, I feel like they're going to call us out and be like, and, you know. You can't give them any ammunition. No. Nothing. No, so I I was like, yeah, they're going to be like, oh, sorry for interrupting your dinner. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So so we were like looking over the menu and we were like, what are we getting? And she was like, either way, we're getting garlic fries. I was like, absolutely. Done. Duh. And so I'm looking over the menu and I was like, pizza, that's like a finger food. And then I I spy the chicken quesadilla. Mm -hmm. And I was like, doable. Easy. Easy. It's just a bite with your hands. Oh, yeah. I got nothing messy, done in four bites. Crazy. Good yeah. time. You got your protein. You got your dairy. Exactly. Yeah. A little carb to carry it through. It's all about the macros, honey. Oh, my God. Speaking of sitting in the front row, you always sit in the front row and you're like, oh, they're going to talk to me. Sometimes comedians are scared of the front row. They go for a good yeah. second, third. I one time wore a bright yellow leather jacket to a comedy show oh at no the improv, sat front row called out by every comedian on the stage absolutely i was like you know what i did it to myself yeah i always wear a pattern jacket the last time i was there we went and you got called off for a camo jacket was wearing a camo jacket they uh-huh. called you a republican uh-huh. and then they got out of you that you were from oklahoma <laughs> and they were like oh that shit hurt yeah that shit hurt i was like how dare you it was also my favorite comedian and i was like yeah. how dare she talk to you <laughs> you're like i'm right here yeah <laughs> right in front of my salad <laughs> yeah 
Okay, a couple things happening this week. All right, what do we got? So your man. Which one? The one and only Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Oh, that man. He's got a DC movie coming out this Friday. He does. It's called Black Adam. What? Are, how are you feeling? What are your thoughts on this? Okay, my thoughts are that I love that man. You know how much I love that man. I'm you aware. You bought me a t-shirt with his face on it for my birthday. Yep. And I could not have been more excited. Um... I also have a few pieces of his merch with Under Armour. You do love the Under Armour collection. Iron Paradise, Blood, Sweat, Respect. (laughs) (laughs) It's the slogan. Yeah, I just knew. It was so funny because I went into the Under Armour store with my mom one time. And I was like, I just want to see, like, what he's got in the collection, you know? And um, my parents, you know, boomers, they always do this thing where they're like, Anytime you go to a celebrity, like, when my mom comes to visit me in L.A., she's like, oh, are we going to see a celebrity? Like, oh, is he here? Mm-hmm. And so we walk into the Under Armour store, and she's like, do you think he's going to be here? <laughs> and immediately I was like, no, mom, he's on a press tour with Kevin Hart. <laughs> she was like, oh, you know. <laughs> Wait, this reminds me of Sidebar real quick. We'll get back to of course. Black Adam. But I was watching Password the other day, the new Jimmy Fallon and yes. Kiki Palmer. Not, it's an old game show, but they kind of rebooted it, right? Right. There was a contestant on who is a big fan of, I can't remember the artist's name. It was She was older, so it was someone I'm not that big of a fan of. And Kiki and Jimmy were like playing a joke on her and they're like, and let's bring so-and-so out. And the lights went crazy and the fans were like, <gasps> and she was sitting there dead face looking at them and they were like we're just kidding she was like no i know he's on tour in europe right now <laughs> and ah! was like oh she knew oh you knew oh okay. my gosh that's exactly what that reminded me that of. is that's so, funny. so funny yeah um no i do love the rock it's the funniest thing i i think it dates all the way back to the game plan for sure yeah but um i'm not like the most attract like he he wouldn't be my hall pass i'll say I'm not the most attracted to him. I am attracted to him. But the my favorite thing about him is just like his personality, his humor, like the like he's a good person, the way that he like walks around with respect and like hard work is his whole thing. Like what a talented man. He's like a quadruple threat. He's the whole package. Yeah. And he's like he's like a girl dad. Like he's so sweet. And he's a great person. Exactly. I've heard nothing but wonderful things about him, like on set and all that stuff. Like yeah yeah 100 percent. like he's a pleasure to work with and he's funny as hell and he wants to be a slave to megan the stallion so like (laughs) like what more could you ask for so good anyways but he's in the he's in dc now this is my problem yes is i'm not a dc girl me neither i don't know if i'm gonna see this movie in theaters i might if i like i'm not doing anything else (laughs) if i'm not busy that night yeah But maybe um, a matinee, a little 30% off situation. I might be down for that. But it's just, I feel like it's just the fact that it's DC and it's, it's not like it's him in DC. Do you know what I mean? Is my problem with it. It's like DC is my problem with it because frankly, their writing and their production and their like their score their cinematography like nothing is up to par for me like i just don't consider them good movies to be honest at least the ones that i've seen so i'm a little bit like disappointed that he's in dc and i just i'm nervous for like if it's going to be good but also i do like him as an actor i like his comedic timing i like his voice and everything like that so i feel like he'll do a good job with it i just like 
I don't know. Yeah. I feel like if I could separate the fact that it's DC and right. just think of it as like an action movie, maybe I would like it more. I mean, the trailer's good. The trailer's funny. There's funny parts. I don't know if I'm going to love his character. He seems a little too, like, straight-faced. Again, with DC, like, there's no comedy really in no, it. No, it's not funny. So what's funny about it is the way he reacts so seriously to He's people. deadpan. Yeah. And so that's what I think would be funny. And honestly, I'll only see it in theaters if you make me go see it with you. <laughs> like, because yeah. I have no interest in watching this movie. Yeah. I like Dwayne Johnson, don't get me wrong. But I'm not like I have to see every movie he's in kind of person. Okay, but did you watch Red Notice with Ryan Reynolds? Oh, uh, yeah, that movie was great. Great movie. <laughs> so funny. And they're making a second one. I know. Oh, so good. What a, like, fun little plot twist in that movie. Oh, also, yeah. Also, Gal Gadot, are yeah. you kidding me? Yeah, talking about DC. Oh, I know. But, like, for Dwayne Johnson, I'll literally watch, like, all of his press interviews, especially the ones with With Kevin Kevin Hart. Hart. They're Mm -hmm. so funny. Yeah. Like, oh, my God. And then a clip came across TikTok the other day, and it was, you know what I'm talking about. It's Fast Five, end of the movie. Um, What's his name is, like, oh, my God, what is his name? Um, Tyrese. Yeah. Tyrese. He's like, oh, you better is- hide your baby oil. Better hide that big, big ass, ass forehead. <laughs> yes. So good. So- Ludacris then- spitting his drink out. Drink out. Uh, uh, best Fast and Furious movie. Easy. Hands down. Fantastic. It's October. We're in spooky season. Yes, we are. We're approaching Halloween in a couple weeks. It's coming up. It's been a crazy year, pop culture-wise. Shit's happened. Yeah. Lots going on. Halloween is always a good time to kind of gauge where people are at. And so my question to you is, what Halloween costumes do you think we're going to see a lot this year? Oh, good question. Like, 2022, what's the vibe? Okay, there was a lot of, like, popular movies this year and TV shows. Yeah. I've heard some rumblings that there's going to be a lot of costumes from Everything Everywhere all at once. Yeah, Hot Dog Fingers. Yep. Everything Bagel. Yeah, or even, like, some of Joe Butupaki's costumes. Yeah. And then um, the other big one I think is going to be Euphoria. Yep. Euphoria is going to be a huge one. Yeah. What about you? I agree. I think there's going to be a lot of Stranger Things. Right. I think we're going to get some Vecna. We're going to get some Eddie Munson. Ooh. Oh, I would love to see some good Eddie costumes. Steve Harrington is always a classic. For sure. Always a nice go-to. And I think we're going to get Max with headphones. Like, I think people are going to be rocking the headphones. I like it. And then... I would call, so I think there could be some funny ones. I think people might do a little Johnny Depp, Amber Heard parody costumes. <gasps> Genius. With the trial being so big yeah. this year. I could see that happening. If not couple costumes, like making jokes, like shitting on the bed or whatever. There might be a lot of Jack Sparrow's. A lot okay. of Edward Scissorhands. Yeah, bringing that back. I think Johnny Depp is making a comeback. I think there For might sure. be some of that. And then, <laughs> are you ready for this one? I think we're going to get a lot of Queen Elizabeth and <gasps> or Princess Diana. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Princess Diana, for sure. Prince For sure. But I think people would be making a lot would, of funny jokes at, in a Queen Elizabeth costume. Yeah. And I think that I would love to see, like, the embodiment of some of the tweets that we saw going around. Mm-hmm. Like, Princess Diana waiting for her. Or, like, <laughs> there was some other ones. Who was it that was, like so-and-so is waiting for her in hell and i was like oh gosh yeah oh my god i saw one where it's like it's been so hot lately because the gates of hell have been open for yeah. Queen Elizabeth. 
Okay, but the reincarnation, uh, like the oh, with Trisha Paytas, Trisha Paytas baby. baby, and then she ends up naming her Malibu, Malibu Barbie. Barbie. <laughs> Cringe. That kid is gonna be made fun of for her whole life. Whole life. Malibu, cute name. Malibu Barbie. Mm-mm. Yeah, not so much. And my last one that I think I think we're gonna get some Top Gun costumes. <gasps> Great. Some yep, rooster. Some Maverick. Another one I was thinking of. People could get creative with. Chris Rock and Will Smith. Ooh. Or Will Smith and Jada. <laughs> Shady. A little G.I. Jane and a little Ooh. Chris Rock and Will Smith. Oh my God. That's so funny. That's hilarious. Also, the joke. Did you watch the Emmys? The, those were like yeah. a while ago, but. Um, uh, Keenan Thompson did so good. Loved him. Hosting. And he made some good jokes about Regina Hall. And he was like, she's back. Even though her yeah, last she's award brave, show did yeah. so well. Yeah. Okay. Oh, and good. then there was a British guy that won. And um, I forget for what. I want to say it was for the White Lotus or something. Um, but he goes oh, up the- to, expect, to accept his award. And he was like, thank you to everyone who voted for us. There was a little bit more democracy involved than, you know, <laughs> the next monarch. <laughs> Oh my god, and the joke they made with Zendaya being 26 and was like, happy oh, yeah. birthday. 26 is a weird age in Hollywood. You're young enough to play a teenager, but too old to date <laughs> Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah. Oh my god, it was so good. There were some good jokes. I loved that because it was like so on, like they snuck that, they snuck that joke in there because that had been trending literally that week. Yeah. It was... It was so important. Per- it was perfect. Kenan Thompson did a great job. They brought out Kel. Ah, oh, yes. I screamed. I was like, ah! 100%. It was like, I'll have a good burger. I was like, yes! So good. All right. Speaking of childhood nostalgia with Kenan and Kel, we're talking Halloween, guilty pleasures, nostalgia, what we're feeling yeah. during the spooky season this episode. Yes. Now, we've made it apparent that you are not <laughs> the biggest fan of the Halloween season. Correct. So this episode might be a little boring for you, but we're gonna... <laughs> no, I got some... You got, I got, you got some, some contenders? I got some contributions. Okay, we love to see it. Because, you know, I... Don't like Halloween, as I've said, but I will watch things when they're sort of forced upon me. Yeah, like when they're in a series. And exactly. Like if my favorite characters and my show is doing a Halloween episode, I'll watch it. Yeah. Especially because like it's not scary. Yeah. <laughs> You're a little scary cat. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> That's crazy to me. But we'll dive into that next week. We're going to talk yeah, scary Yeah, we'll do the big week. scary. We're talking happy, cute, nostalgic. Yeah. Like, guilty pleasures this yeah. week. Yeah. And I do. Like, the shows that I'm thinking of or the episodes that I'm thinking of, like, they're cute. I like them. Um, yeah. All right. You want to throw one out there? Sure. Um. Well, we already talked about it in the intro. So, this season we got a Euphoria Halloween episode. Was we it this did. season or last season? It was this season. It was this season. Uh-huh. We got Kat as a sexy nun. We have Jules and Rue as Romeo and Juliet. Yep. And then the winner takes all, Lexi as Bob Ross. 
iconic. <laughs> that that was when I fell in love with her. I was like, yes, Lexi's Lexi, the best. queen. Yes. So good. We love to see it. Okay. What you got? My, like, my obvious go-to for Halloween, which we'd already talked about a couple weeks ago, is Hocus Pocus. So I won't touch on that. But that is my ultimate Halloween guilty pleasure. I'm going to watch it every year. Is that your fave? It's my fave. Got it. Fave Halloween movie of all time. But besides that, another that I watch every year is the the saga of Halloween Town. Mm-hmm. I watch Halloween Town, Halloween Town Two: Calabar's Revenge, Halloween Town High, and Return to Halloween Town. I didn't even know there were that many. There are four, and I don't watch the Return to Halloween Town. I don't watch number four because they recast Marnie with Sarah Paxton. I was like not here for that, but. The first three are fantastic. And they're ultimate nostalgia for me because it's literally the first thing I remember watching Halloween-wise as a kid. Yeah. Did did they come out in the 90s? Yeah. So the first one came out in 1998. And then the second one came out in 2001. Third came out in 2004. And then the last one came out in 2006. So they were like prime. So like the first one, obviously, I was too young to watch. I probably watched in the early 2000s, probably around the time the second one came out. Yeah, they probably re-ran it. That's when I got into it. But I just think it's so cute. I mean, and it stars the iconic Debbie Reynolds. May she rest oh, in peace. Oh, love her. Carrie Fisher's mom, fantastic. Yeah. And she just like, it was so, it was so good. It's so the only word I have is nostalgic. Like, they're not good movies, obviously, no. watching them as an adult. But when I rewatch them, it's like I've seen them so many times. And I just love the idea that there's this separate town in a different dimension that's just Halloween all the time. It's all the time? All the time. That's why it's called Halloween like, Town? Yeah, it's Got just it. decorated as Halloween. And it has, like, goblins and witches and oh. skeletons and ghosts. And, like, it has all these fun halloween characters that just live in this town because it's just halloween oh so like in the off season yeah i guess but like and then so the only time they can cross over is during halloween the world yeah into the to our dimension or whatever is on halloween oh cute night yeah and have you seen these movies no really maybe maybe one of them like a long time ago i was probably like i don't know 12 and i was like let me see what this is about not interested no huh so marnie so the grandma lives in halloween town she has a daughter the daughter falls in love with a human they're they're witches they're witch oh okay 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 daughter falls in love with a human leaves halloween town wants to go to the real world doesn't care about that and so she only sees her mom one night a week when her mom comes to visit on halloween and she's like so over her mom because she's a witch and she doesn't want anything to do with that world anymore then the the daughter has three kids she has like a boy and two girls and the main character is marnie she's like she turns 13 and when you turn 13 you get your powers and you become a witch wow so how they did it on sabrina too yeah, probably. Okay. And so the the grandma shows up on Halloween and is like, Marnie needs to start her training. It needs to happen. And the mom has kept it like a complete secret from the kids that she's a witch and that they have all these witch oh, powers. Wow. But Marnie loves Halloween and all this stuff. And uh, 
the mom is always like, no, you can't go out on Halloween. Like, she's very against it, like, hates it. And so Marnie friggin' hops the Halloween Town bus and follows the grandma out and then discovers this whole world and becomes a witch and everything. And then the second, third, and fourth one is, like, all about that. So the second one, there's, like, more shit that goes down. The bad guy in the first one, his son comes back for revenge. The third one... They start, like, a um, exchange student, like, thing oh. where they bring kids from Halloween Town to the real world to go to high school, <laughs> which is funny. And then return to Halloween Town as college, and she, like, goes to college in Halloween Town. Again, I haven't watched that one much, but a little cute fun fact is the main character that plays Marnie actually married the the bad guy in the second one like oh. he played like the son of the bad guy that was like the villain and was kind of like using her and stuff and they actually fell in love and are married now so that's cute, cute but, but no that's one of those ones are like easily a go-to for me i love them so much they're so freaking cute <laughs> i can't wait to watch them <laughs> but they're not like musicals like hocus pocus no got it well, I think Hocus Pocus only has, like, one song in it. I wouldn't call it a musical. Oh. <laughs> You're right. Okay. What else you got on your list? Okay. Let's talk about something we talked about not that long ago on ABC Family. Pretty Little Liars had some good Halloween episodes. They did have some good Halloween episodes. I think they had three total, but their best ones were season two, episode 13, and season three, episode 13. And the second one in season three is like, do you remember the episode of them on a train? And I think like Hannah was Marilyn Monroe. And like that episode was creepy as hell. Is this the one where they get locked in an ice chest with a dead body or something? Oh my God. Yeah. It was the sheriff or something was dead in like a like cooler or something. On, on the, the train, train, right? Yeah. 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 yeah they always had creep. Well, that whole show was creepy. Like, all the scenes in, like... Really well, you know my, my issue with mannequins. All the scenes with, like, <laughs> the mannequin warehouse and, like... God, they had creepy episodes. Um, okay. Another one I want to talk about is... Um, New Girl. Yeah. Which I know you know more than I do. So, literally, my notes for this episode, because I don't remember much of this episode, is just Jess working at a haunted house and then nick is like trying to talk to her for some reason <laughs> nick's like trying to find her but he has to go through the haunted house and then she ends up scaring him and he punches her in the face yeah yeah that was around the dr sam era like right she was just sleeping with dr sam but wanted more and she was like if you feel the same way i do like come to this halloween party or whatever or this like carnival where she was in a haunted house yeah and he actually like dressed up and it was really cute she was really happy but yeah she was like in the haunted house and nick desperately needed to talk to her yeah yeah it was really funny that one was cute i love a good like those are the ones that are fun where it's like the sitcom characters are in halloween or yeah it's halloween in their lives yeah that was a good one. New Girl had some good themed episodes. They always had oh, good Thanksgiving episodes. Thanksgiving and Christmas episodes. Yeah. yeah. They were really good. Okay. Another one of mine is Twitches and Twitches yes. 2. Okay. I did watch those. Thank God. 
Those were good. Well, because I loved Sister, Sister. Yes. I grew up on Sister, Sister. Sister, Sister. So I was like, when Twitch just came out, I was like, I need to watch it. Yeah. It was a little too, like, froofy witch magic for me. But, like. Yeah, it really was. But at the time, I mean, the first one came out in 2005. I mean, it was like, I was a child, you know. So I was like, this is the coolest thing in the entire world. Yeah. And I felt like they had, am I remembering correctly, they had a little chant that they said together. And why does it remind me of the chant that they would do in Dragon Tales? <laughs> oh, my God. You know, it's like yes. the same. It's the same vibe. It's the same cadence. Yes. Oh, my God. That is so funny. <laughs> you just unlocked so many memories for me yes. from Dragon Tales. <laughs> to fly so- with dragons <laughs> in a land apart. <laughs> oh, my God. That's so funny. No. Anyway. Twitches. Yes. Starring the fantastic team Tamara Mowry. I was obsessed with these movies when they came out. Like, so much so that, like, at recess, my friends and I would play Twitches. <laughs> of course you would. And how do you play that? I'm going to tell you. So we <laughs> we made necklaces of the moon and the star. Yeah. And then we had the moon and the star that the mom, won, the mom had. And we each had our own little parts. And we would just run around the playground and, like, cast spells. Cast spells. And, like, do all this other fun stuff. I mean, it was, like, we would put the the scene where they put the necklaces together. Uh-huh. And, like, I got so into it. That's where my, <laughs> I feel like my competitiveness started. And why competitive gifts comes into play when you're playing Twitches, I couldn't tell you. But I was like, you're doing it wrong. <laughs> when you're playing make-believe? Yeah. Like, this spell is this way, not that. Like, I would get so upset. But. This is the precursor to, like, your obsession with Harry Potter and, yep. like, Leviosa, not Leviosa. Uh, yeah, literally. I'm, yeah. Yes. But no, those are some solids. I wouldn't say I watch them every year, but there was a time last year when I was like, I don't, like, need something to watch. And I was like, oh my God, I haven't watched Twitches this year. I want to watch that. And then I just turned it on. And I was like, this is horrible. But plus the. The two little guardians they have, like the two guardians they have, um, uh, Karsh and I can't remember the girl's name. Don't ask me. (laughs) I know, but they, like, their goal was to look after the twins, like, in the real world or whatever, and they were, um, really funny and they had good chemistry and, like, good banter, so that was, that was fun. Love a good side character. Yeah. Was Um, the second one better or worse than the first one? I don't remember. Oh. The first one's better. Oh, okay. Yeah. The second one's not bad, but it's not good. But, yeah, they, like, are living in that, in their um, enchanted world and, like, want to find love and get married. And they kind of both fall for the same guy because he doesn't know they're twins, so he hits on both of them thinking it's the same one. Oh. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. All right. What else you got? Um, so you kind of mentioned it already earlier. Harry Potter. Right. Okay. It's always a good one for me. I will find any excuse to watch Harry Potter, to be honest. Like, give me a season. I'm yeah. like, Halloween, yes. Christmas, yes. Summer, great. I'm bored, perfect. Jessica Halloween, hasn't watched great. them? Sign me up. Yeah, <laughs> sign me up. Let's do it. But they always cover Halloween in every movie. I mean, they're, it's literally witches and wizards and all this fun magic What do you mean stuff. Halloween is in every movie? I like the season. Like, they have the pumpkins and the, the hanging oh, lights. Oh, right. Okay. Whatever. Yeah. It, it's, it's always a solid go-to for me. 
Um, but again, I'll find any reason to watch Harry For Potter. For sure. But I also love Halloween time because someone always has a Harry Potter themed costume like party. Like we went to one last oh, year. Oh yeah. That was really fun. Um, we went to those like in the middle of my watch journey. Yeah, you were kind of like halfway through. Yeah, I was like halfway through. And they were playing um, Half Blood Prince, and you like didn't know what the hell was oh, going yeah. on. I was like, guys, we need to change it to like Sorcerer's Stone because <laughs> Jess ain't caught up. Like, we can't be they, ruining this. They had like the candles on the ceiling, which I had seen before uh, other places, and I didn't know that it was a Harry Potter reference. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I think when I first walked into the party and they had the candles hanging from the ceiling, I was like, oh, that's cute. I thought it was just like a Halloween decoration. Yeah. But then the movie was on, and they. Ha- the movie like i saw them uh-huh. in the movie so it reminded me and i was like oh um and then they had like butterbeer and a bunch of like cute other stuff it was yeah they had um oh we played beer pong with a golden snitch oh yeah that was cute like a little quidditch beer pong yeah and in the bathroom they had moaning myrtle oh yeah on the toilet seat and then on the mirror they had the the chamber of secrets has been opened and all that stuff on the on the mirror. Solid party decorations. So Shout out to my friend Emma. Yeah, it was great. I was Drago Malfoy. I had like my I like I remember I had just cut my hair and I was like I'm gonna do the slicked back. You looked fantastic. Look. Thank you. With like the wand and the skirt and the stare. Oh, good. So good. Well, and it was perfect timing too because I think just a week before I went to Halloween Horror Nights at Universal Studios. Oh. So I hit up the gift shop and bought a Slytherin scarf to wear that night perfect. and a and a tie. I think because I didn't have a tie. Yeah. So I bought the Slytherin tie too, and it like topped off my outfit you had like green eyeshadow looks yep. so good oh that was a good one are you going to horror nights this year yeah i go every year ew every Ugh. year i'm a scaredy cat you're scared i love intentionally getting scared it's what a, is that it's a thrill for me it's like it's just an adrenaline rush when i know like when i'm expecting it and i know i'm gonna get scared then it's fun for me but if I don't, like, I don't want to be, like, actually terrified for my life, that's not a good time. Yeah. But if I know what I'm getting myself into, it's just, like, a because th- the, the feeling you get afterwards of a jump scare is, like, I can't explain it. It's like going on a roller coaster. It's just the adrenaline of it. That's insane. The last time I went to a haunted house, I cried. <laughs> like, actually. <laughs> what were you, like, 13? No, I was 20. <laughs> No. So embarrassing. I love it. I don't know why, but... And also, like, the haunted houses are so... It's fun to see the design and the themes they come up with and the ways they come up with scaring you. Yeah. Especially at Horror Nights at Universal Studios, like, there's always a, like, trending theme happening of a haunted house. So, like, they would have Stranger Things, and then this year they have a weekend haunted house yeah see that I'm sounds really cool about, so that'll be cool yeah our friends were explaining it to me and if i was not if i was a, like less of a scary cat i probably would enjoy it because i do love movies and tv and i think all that stuff is really cool and they were talking about like the bates motel set yeah. and like um what else is there 
Well, I guess there's like there's other ones like Simpsons themed and stuff, but yeah, I mean they do like Poltergeist and they do like Krampus and it kind of just depends on the year, really. They have different right. Ones they did all the, the Purge time. one year. Purge, yeah. Right. Anyways, always a good time. Okay, what else do you have? Okay, I have a couple of sitcoms. One of our favorites, How I Met Your Mother. Uh, slutty pumpkin. The slutty pumpkin. This was a running joke for years. years. Yes. And like, I don't know, maybe we should dive into How I Met Your Mother as a whole one day because it's just such a great show. So good. But I loved their running jokes yes. and I loved um, the way they would always bring it back. So I feel like we never even got a Halloween episode in the beginning. They just sort of referenced the slutty pumpkin. Yeah, I think they had it in, like, flashbacks. Right. Yeah. And then seasons down the road, we get the Slutty Pumpkin Returns. And Ted and everybody are going to a Halloween party. Ted wears the same costume to try to see if she's there. And she ends up being there. And it ends up being Katie freaking Holmes. Oh, my. Oh, my God. Yes. Right. And then... It's just, like, that sweet, like, How I Met Your Mother did such a good job of, like, building everything up, and, you know, you have to pay attention to get the joke, you have to have paid attention to get the jokes now, and then it's, like, that sweet satisfaction when he finally goes out with her and all that. Yeah. I, so, a friend of mine who also watched How I Met Your Mother, shout out to Beth if you're listening, um... She one year went for Halloween as a slutty pumpkin. And I was Love like, it. how are you going to, how are you going to do this? So she got, just got a big orange t-shirt and just cut holes in the boobs. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and wore like a white tank top underneath it. I love that. And like, that was it. I think she had like an orange, like pumpkin head thing yeah. on her like head. Um. But it was so funny. It was such a good callback to that show. So good. Because, like, when she told me, she's like, I'm going to be a slutty pumpkin. I'm like, that's hysterical. But, like, how? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. So I love good. It. All right. Another sitcom. So, I don't like this show. We've talked about this. <laughs> it's The Office. Oh, okay. Yeah. But they do have an iconic <laughs> Halloween episode. Yeah. <laughs> um, but all I can remember about it is... This redhead lady, I think her name's Meredith, uh-huh. and her being in, like, this really short dress. I don't even know if this is a Halloween episode. Am I remembering this completely wrong? I don't know. Finish talking. I'll let you I don't know. know. <laughs> All I remember is her being in a really short dress. I don't know why I'm associating this with the Halloween episode. And she, like, it's, like, basically showing crotch. And they're like, Meredith, you need to, like, pull your dress down. And she pulls it down. Her, all of her tits come out. <laughs> I don't know if that's the Halloween episode or not, but that's funny. Anyways, I feel like they had an iconic Halloween episode, but I'm not a fan, so I don't remember it. Well, they have um, Dwight puts a full-ass pumpkin on his head. That's like a, a running meme. Right. The, yeah, he like has the whole pumpkin just over his head yeah. and he's like walking through the parking lot. Okay, so yeah. that one's like, check, we talked about it. Okay. <laughs> That's how I Moving feel. on. Yeah, that's how I feel about that show. Moving on. Um, let's talk about Friends. Yes. Okay, so it's obviously called The One at the Halloween Party. We have Monica's Catwoman looking <laughs> sexy as hell. Is this the Spudnik episode? Yes. <laughs> and the bunny. Chandler as the Easter bunny. Phoebe is Supergirl and Ross is Spudnik. Spudnik. 
And he's like, get it? Because I'm a spud yeah. and like Sputnik. And Rachel's just like a hot girl that wants to go on a date. Or yeah. Something. I don't think she even had a costume. <laughs> no, that's what she said. Because they were like, what are you? And she's just like, I'm a hot girl. Because <laughs> she was trying to get a date with the neighbor or something yeah. like that. Oh, my God. That's such a good episode, though. And honestly, like, Ross is not my favorite character. But he made that episode so fucking funny. Ross, I think, is so underrated. He's so funny. If you get past the annoying parts of him. His like I find myself laughing at him because he's so annoying. That's why he's that's why it's funny. Right. He's so funny. <laughs> yeah, but that was they do the arm wrestling between um Chandler and I think uh Ross, right? Yeah. And then Chandler's like or Monica's like, oh no, Chandler's making a sex face and they like look at <laughs> it's like the worst. He's like face. disgusted. Yeah. He's like cringing so hard. Oh, that was with um, Phoebe's twin was there. Ursula was there. Ursula was there. And Ursula's boyfriend. Yeah. um, Yes. And Sean Penn is in the episode, too, because he's playing Ursula's boyfriend who thinks Phoebe is Ursula. And they do the whole, like, Phoebe's flirting with him, but he's dating Ursula. Yeah. It's like he's attracted to both of them, but he likes Phoebe's personality more because Ursula's a fucking bitch. Yeah. Oh, so good. Was that the only Halloween episode they had? Um, That was, like, the main one, because they had the Halloween party, like, at the apartment. Yeah. Did, was Halloween not associated with the candy episode where Monica was making candy? Or was that around Halloween? Is that why she was leaving it outside? No, that was, um... Christmas? Christmas. Yeah. Because I feel like she, like, made everyone a little candy bag for Christmas, And then everyone loved it so much that they just, like, kept begging her for it. Yeah. So, as I was doing my notes this episode, I unlocked a deep memory that I had from from my childhood. Okay. Did you ever watch Casper Meets Wendy? No. Starring Hilary Duff as, like, a 12-year-old? No. (gasps) I remember the commercials for it, but I don't, like, I never watched it. Oh, my God. This, I revisited this last night. I didn't watch the whole thing, but I watched some scenes because I, like, was thinking of all this stuff. And I was like, oh, my God, I loved this movie. (laughs) I loved this movie so much. It's kind of crazy. Like, I think that's what started my love for Hilary Duff, first of all. Because I was like, you're such a cute little blonde, little 12-year-old. I'm like, you have the most high-pitched voice. Like, it's so cute. So, it came out in 1998. Oh, my gosh. And... I was obsessed with Hilary Duff's, like, red outfits because her whole thing was she wore a red cape with a hood. That was her witch look. And so when she was dressing in human clothes, she just wore, like, red everything. She was, like, a cartoon character. Like, it was just all red. So she had, like, red little short overalls and, like, a red dress and, like, all these other things. It was so cute. She had three older aunts that were witches that she lived with. And so the scene that has stuck with me to this day that I loved so much when I was a kid, and I don't know why, I literally couldn't tell you, but it's like probably one of the opening scenes of the movie. She's in bed, her alarm's going off, she turns the alarm off with her wand. Genius. And I'm like, God, I wish I was a witch to be able to do that. (laughs) That was my first thought watching this movie. And then she gets up and she's like, oh, he's coming. So she has a crush on the paper boy. Oh my gosh. And so she gets up and she's throwing shit around her room, trying to find something. 
And meanwhile, it's cutting back to the ants downstairs brewing up a potion. Oh, my gosh. One of, one of the ants looking out the window trying to see what the paper boy's there yet. The other ones are just brewing all this shit up. And then uh, Wendy's upstairs, and she's trying to find this gift that she got the paper boy. And her broom tells her where it is. She's like, oh, it's in there. So she goes to her little hope chest at the end of her bed. And so... First off, then and there, I was like, I want one of those at the end of my bed. <laughs> of course. And I got one eventually. <laughs> but and so she opens it. And inside this hope chest, she has Tetris pillows, just throw pillows. Oh, my gosh. That fit so perfectly in this chest. It's insane. And it's just like, I For mean, what? just layered. I don't know why she has so many throw pillows in this <laughs> chest. But then she digs through it, and then there's this little rectangular shoebox wrapped in, like, fitting perfectly in this chest in between, like, rounded throw pillows. Oh, my gosh. I mean, it's, it's insane. And, of course, all the throw pillows match her room. They're all pink and white and flat and, like, florals and stuff. Okay. So then she goes downstairs, gives it to the paper boy, and then her aunts open the door and throw this, like, green like ball of goo like slingshots it at the paper paper boy boy. while wendy's talking to him trying to give him a gift and it like gets all over him and papers start flying and then he runs away and wendy storms in and is just so mad at her aunts but that scene was like my favorite scene ever i think just because i wanted her bedroom (laughs) and i loved that pillow scene because i was like this is so satisfying to watch right now but no, and that whole whole movie is just it's so cute. Like the 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 magic they do, and then Casper is just a cute little ghost. It's kind of like Men in Black meets Hocus Pocus. What? <laughs> because there's these like guy hunting down Wendy, and he sends these oh. two agents after her. Oh shoot! Who are like in suits with guns uh- that like laser them. Literally, like, men in black. After a little girl? After a little girl, yeah. And so the ants run away, and they go to this resort or this hotel or something, and they can't use magic because the evil man has a tracker on magic. And so then they have to readjust their lifestyle with how to do things without magic. Oh, my gosh. One of the ants is like, I don't even know how to tie my shoes without magic. And they're like, well, you better figure it out. <laughs> yeah, it was it's How do you cute. remember all of this? Well, again, I revisited it last night, but... I remember so much from this movie because I think I watched it so much. Oh, my goodness. I haven't watched it in a very long time other than the parts I watched last night. But, yeah, I I just, after watching the scenes that I did, I was like, wow, I remember a lot more of this movie than I thought I did because I'm sure I watched it a million times. I would have to, I probably have to ask my mom about it. She probably remembers me watching it more than (laughs) I do. But I was, oh, my God, I was obsessed with it. Okay, do you want to know the memory that I unlocked I while do. prepping for this episode? It is The Sweet Life of Zack and Cody, The Ghost of Sweet 613. <gasps> Whoa. Do you remember this episode? Yeah, vaguely. It was yeah. like, I think it was Halloween or it was their Halloween episode, whatever. And somebody's telling ghost stories and so they go up to this one suite i think it i think it was muriel the the maid yeah that worked in the building and she would she was always stirring up shit by the way 
And so, of course, she, like, tells the boys and she's like, oh, I don't I don't clean that room. Like, that room's been abandoned for years and blah, blah, blah. What a character she was. Oh, my God. Right. She was like this spunky old lady. Her little cart. Yeah. Her red hair. God, loved her. And then um, the boys, mischievous as they are, go exploring Mm -hmm. and like obviously want to find out what's going on. And then they, I don't know, I think they get creeped out. So they leave. And then they go back and they get Maddie, London, and Esteban. (laughs) Esteban. Julio Ricardo. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Oh, 17 names. And so they all go back and they perform like a seance or something. I don't know what's going on. And the ghost like like a Ouija board. Yeah. Yeah. And the ghost like takes over Esteban's body. (laughs) And it's it's like this lady talking through him and everyone gets. Oh, and then they start like they're at this round table. I think there's a crystal ball or the Ouija board in the middle. Something like that. Yeah. And then Esteban gets his body taken over and it's like this lady with an accent speaking through him and then one by one all the characters start like disappearing from the table (laughs) they get like skirt back (laughs) and then um yeah i don't i honestly i forget how it ends but like (laughs) so crazy but when you're like you know nine years old watching sweet life of zach and cody you're like ooh yeah you're like, ooh, spooky. <laughs> Which, by the way, what a genius show Sweet Life Zack and Cody Oh, was. love that show. Two kids living in a hotel, that's a dream. That's a dream for any kid, like, 10 years old. When it was genius, because we had, like, Mr. Mosby, a character. Oh. <laughs> Esteban, Muriel, the staff, like, endless possibilities. If it was, like, not a children's sitcom, like, you could do that show with adults yeah. and have, like, endless personalities and possibilities. Yeah. But then I loved how they had a smart blonde and a dumb Asian. Uh-huh. And they were like, let's just break all the stereotypes. <laughs> yeah. And then London Tipton was obviously a pair, a playoff Paris Hilton. Yeah. God, great show. So good. My two current bosses worked on that show for the whole run of it. Oh, my gosh. They did Sweet Life of Zack and Cody and Sweet Life on Deck. So um, I love that sounds talking. like so much fun. I know. I love talking to them about it. They always bring up stuff and they're like, oh, yeah, we remember when we did that on Sweet Life. And I'm like, that's crazy. Like, Dylan and Cole Sprouse follow my boss on Instagram. Stop. And, like, he, like, ran into them at, or ran into, I think, Cole at a coffee shop one time. And Cole, like, straight up went up to him and was like, oh, hey. I'm not oh going to say gosh. my boss's name. But he was like, oh, hey, like, how's it going? You know? Was he and like, was like I'm crazy. weird. I'm a weirdo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> From Riverdale. Uh, no, so yeah, good. it's. It's kind of, it's crazy the shows that my bosses worked on because it's all the Disney shows we watched as kids. Oh my God. And I'm like, you literally are my childhood. Like, yeah. You decorated the sets I wanted as my bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, but not the hotel room because. Oh yeah, that was boring. Yeah. You'd think they would have decorated it a little more right? since they lived there. Right. I Maybe felt so bad weren't... for Carrie, like sleeping in the living room. I like, know. give me a two bedroom suite. Well, the boys decorated their room, right? Like, they had posters and stuff. Yeah, and they had, like, what do they have? Like, a, po- a poker table. Oh, yeah. And then, they, would they play Dungeons and Dragons? Oh, I don't know. Speaking of, another show on my list, Stranger Things. Oh, well, obviously. Not, okay, but not just the whole show. I'm oh, talking the whole, season yeah, yeah, two yeah. opener, okay. Ghostbusters, baby. Ghost, yep, you're right, you're right. 
And that's like when Max was coming in, she was trying to be in the Max group. Max with the Michael Myers mask, which had a callback call in, in season, season four. four. Yes. With Eddie, he's like, do you have a ski mask? And she's like, uh, uh, I got something. I got, I got something. <laughs> he pops his head around. Oh, my so God. Good. Yeah, no, the Ghostbusters one was good. And they, they called that back a couple of times. Like, I feel like they made Ghostbusters, like, quotes or references. Yeah. And then um, I love shows that are consistent. So I think, like, there's a picture of the boys in the Ghostbusters costumes, like, on somebody's fridge or something. Yeah, probably. Yeah, that cool. one was cute. Set deck uh, moment there. Ay. Well, and a little fun tidbit is Finn Wolfhart was in the second is in the ghostbusters reboot or is gonna be or something like that wait which ghostbusters reboot not the female one i think they're making another one. Oh, i still never and watched that he's gonna be in it which is fun because he literally was play like was dressed up as ghostbusters and stranger things okay another show that i know that we've both seen and love is one tree hill And they had, I don't know if they had more Halloween episodes than this one, but they definitely had one main one. And it was like in season three. And it was when Haley was Sandy from Greece. But then both Nathan and Chris Keller went as Batman. Batman And there was that whole drama. And then Peyton was like a dark angel. And she had that dance scene with mouth. Iconic. That Dark Angel was, like, a reoccurring character throughout the show, too. Yeah, because then, like, um, didn't she draw? There was a drawing of her in that costume. I can't remember well, if it the, was before or after that. The costume became the cover for the Friends with Benefit, Friends for Benefits album, the Breast Cancer right, album. Right, but she, like, she drew it. She drew it. And then um, Psycho Derek so, got had it, it tattooed, tattooed on his on back. back. Yeah. Dude, Psycho Derek. And then it was also her inner monologue when trying to convince Peyton to email Ellie, like to email her biological mom. She like showed up. There were like two of them and she was like talking to her. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. There was a lot of. I've been listening to the Drama Queens podcast. Oh, right. (laughs) That was a recent episode they did. So it's fresh in my memory. Yeah. Um, Brooke was like a red devil. She's a devil. And then Lucas was Tommy Lee. Tommy Lee. Oh, yeah, my God. Brooke played a joke on Lucas. It was around the time that Lucas was trying to get Brooke back, like, trying to, to like, date her. Oh, yeah, officially. and he wanted to go together. He wanted to go together. And he wanted Haley to do some digging of what Brooke would want him to be. And so she was telling Haley that she's really into Tommy Lee. And so he actually went. And then Brooke was like, Tommy Lee, really? But Rachel showed up as Pamela Anderson. Oh, yeah. And started hitting on Lucas. And oh, my then God, Brooke Rachel. got so mad. They did do another one where it was later in the series, probably like season eight, maybe, where Brooke, Quinn, and Haley got high at her house and the boys oh, went yeah. camping and they thought there was a ghost in the house but they did they had like a palm reader or somebody come over yeah. but she was really creepy and, and yeah they had pot brownies yeah they had pot That's brownies so funny. Yeah. 
And so I don't know if that was Halloween or not, but that was a good one. It must have been because the whole thing was like spooky. Like the girls were at the house and it was there was a thunderstorm. They thought somebody was in the house. But it was just Chester. And it, there was the rabbit. Yes, it was just yeah. Chester. But Haley was all scared because of everything going on with like Dan and Deb mm-hmm. and like all that drama. And then the boys were at the lake and Skills is telling um, ghost stories to Jamie and Chuck. Chuck. Yeah couple honorable mentions on my side. For Beetlejuice, sure. a good Tim Burton film. I haven't seen it. Yeah, I'm sure. But <laughs> stars Michael Keaton, Winona Ryder, Gina Davis. Michael Keaton and Alec Gina Davis are in it? Yeah. You should have led with that. I might watch it. Michael Keaton is Beetlejuice. Whoa. No. Yes. <laughs> what do you mean? Since no. Since forever. Why did I think that both Beetlejuice and Edward Scissorhands were Johnny Depp? Well, because it's not far off. Like, Johnny Depp could totally play Beetlejuice, but he didn't. Okay, Michael I have, like, Keaton a didn't. weird obsession with Michael Keaton because of his movie Multiplicity. I've never seen <gasps> it. You have to watch this movie. It's so fucking funny. Like, really? Michael Keaton, Andy McDowell in, I think, the 90s, but it might have been the 80s. And basically, it's this guy, and he's trying to, like, be husband of the year. This is so off topic from Halloween. I'm so sorry, but I love this movie. And he's trying to be husband of the year. And so he's like, I can't, I can't do it all. And so he clones himself. There's like this program going around and he Mm -hmm, clones himself. And so he's like, okay, if you go be me at work to the clone, if you go be me at work, then I'll be husband of the year, like, at the house. I'll do the dishes. I'll take care of the kids. I'll do all the fixer-upper projects around the house. Like, I got this. But that clone is, like, 75% capacity, you know? <laughs> yeah. And so he sends him to work. where He works at construction sites. So he becomes this, like, really disgusting, like, gruff, masculine man that, like, grows out a beard and curses and spits everywhere and drinks beer. And, like, Ugh. he's just nasty. But then, you know, the OG guy, Michael Keaton, he figures out that he still can't handle it all. So he clones himself again. Oh, God. And he and clone number two, who's like actually technically number three because they put numbers on their ear. um, Clone number two becomes like he does all the stuff around the house that the guy doesn't want to do. So he becomes like super feminine. And he's like, here, honey, I made you cookies. And he like wears a pink apron around the house and like packs the kids (laughs) lunch. And he's like so feminine. And the guy like keeps these clones in the apartment above the garage. So his wife doesn't know that there's multiple of them. And his only rule, his only rule is that none of the clones can sleep with his wife. Oh my God. And then, <laughs> I'm just going to spoil the whole movie for you right So, now. wait, does Michael Keaton play all three of these yeah. clones? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's the best. Oh, my God. And then I'm just going to spoil the movie for you right now and tell you that <laughs> for some reason, he, like, still can't get his life figured out with two other versions of him. So, he decides to clone him again. But he, like, I forget if he, like, doesn't have time to go or whatever happened. But basically... <laughs> They clone one of the clones. Oh, no. And this clone just comes out like the dumbest version (laughs) of this man. And it's such a, like, a taste, not tasteful, but, like, it's such an interesting commentary on, like, 
the aspects of a man because you do you have that soft side that like helps around the house you have the super masculine side that like wants to hang out with the boys at work Uh and then you have like this super dumb Dumb. boy (laughs) that's inside of every man (laughs) and it's it's comedy gold like it's the most underrated movie that nobody's heard of and it's so funny that is so funny how did you hear about this did your parents show it to you 100 percent. my dad yeah. showed it to me yeah and so yeah every time my parents complain that like i haven't seen certain classics i'm like oh but i've seen this movie yeah, that nobody's heard of <laughs> that's so funny i'll have to watch that that seems interesting. highly recommend that's good um Okay, also, can't go wrong with the Adams family. And we're also getting, or maybe it's come out, they have not yet released the release date for Wednesday on Netflix. Oh, right. But we are pre-recording this a little bit, so it may have already come out. I don't know. But Wednesday on Netflix should be interesting, and I'm really excited to check that out. Because um, the Adams family is just an iconic i heard the cast in that is supposed to be good yeah but i don't know anything about the adams family so i love joe jonas and so sophie turner did the adams family for halloween one year and it was so perfect because she's taller than him so it really worked out height-wise for the i love a good celebrity halloween costume i know freaking heidi klum crushes i was just gonna say the halloween queen is heidi klum remember when she did shrek one year yeah she was literally um jessica rabbit oh yeah yeah yes (laughs) yep you know who else was really good at halloween vanessa hudgens and austin butler when they were dating oh really they love halloween and they would always have killer costumes like multiple costumes a year because they would go to multiple parties oh that's fun and i always looked forward to their costumes on instagram when they were dating now they're not together anymore so who knows r.i.p but Nightmare Before Christmas. You could argue that's Halloweeny. Yeah, sure. I never understood that movie. I never watch it. It's not good. No, I. But I'm not I, too big into cartoons. The claymation is just not the yeah. vibe. Yeah. I. Some, some of the songs are catchy. Yeah, sure. I'm well, trying to give that it something. Jack, Jack the Skeleton, right? Yeah. Yeah. The I the the animation is cool. Like they're cool looking characters. <laughs> yeah. I just don't watch it. No. But it was always on the, like, 13 Nights of Halloween on, yeah. you know, ABC Family and stuff like that. But I feel like everyone argues, like, is it Halloween or is it Christmas? I could argue it's both. I think it's both. Just, it's both. Yeah, you can watch it. That's the beauty of it. You could watch it any, like, either time of the year. They were like, we're trying to get the most views possible. Right. We're going for <laughs> twice a year. Yep. Um, and then uh, Edward Scissorhands. Right. You, you could argue that could be played around Halloween time. Yeah, you tried to get me to watch that last year around Halloween time. It's so good. You still haven't seen it? No. That's a good movie. You told me that one was, like, sad. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't want to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not all sad. It's just, like, he's, like, a boy that wasn't around civilization and he has scissors for fingers so he cuts everything and everyone and himself because he doesn't know how to function yeah and so this family like takes him in and he's just like an innocent little like he's just a a boy that is just like you and everyone is terrified of him how was he is no one else in this universe born with discrepancies like no he wasn't he was um 
like put together in a lab like formed in a lab by this scientist oh we got like a wolverine situation yeah and he the scientist died before he finished his hands rude so in the meantime he gave him scissors for hands while he was working on his hands and then the scientist died and then so he you was stuck. Leave me hanging like that uh-huh so then he was stuck in a tower for like years years with scissors for hands and oh didn't know how to do anything he has scars all over his face and then um this is depressing as the fact. mom who of the family that takes him in is selling um like avon or mary Kay or whatever it was at the time yeah and goes up to this mansion and walks in and finds him and she's like trying to sell him this beauty products <laughs> and then she sees him and then she gets all scared and then she realizes that he's not He's not trying to scare her. He's just like, it's just what he looks like and what his hands Aww. look like. And, and so she like takes him home and he's like. <laughs> Only an Avon lady would make her way in. <laughs> just help, like, <laughs> like help herself in. Yeah. She's like, oh, hi. Anybody home? Yeah. Can I interest you in some foundation? <laughs> yeah. My grandma sold Avon. So did mine. Ah. So good. I have her to blame for my addiction to nail polish. Yeah, that's fair. I remember anytime I would wear dark lipstick, my grandma would always be like, that doesn't look good. (laughs) Oh, wow, grandma. She didn't like a good dark lipstick. Anyway. But no, you should definitely watch Edward Scissorhands. It's so funny. The the first scene, he gets to the house and they put him in the daughter's room because she's out or something. And and so they were going to tell her to sleep somewhere else. But she has a water bed. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Scissors for fingers. Yeah, obviously he pops it. Meets a waterbed. Not good. <laughs> and it all starts when Winona Ryder plays a daughter, walks into the room, starts kind of undressing and getting ready to go into bed. And then he's just like under the covers and his eyes are so wide oh, looking at her. Oh my gosh. And, he's like, and he doesn't speak. He doesn't really know how to talk because he wasn't raised properly. So he's just sitting there and she sees him and then she starts freaking out and then he starts like flailing <laughs> his hands and pops the waterbed and then just water just starts going everywhere. Oh, oh my, God. my gosh. It's sad, but it's funny and it's really cute and sweet. And it's where Winona Ryder and Johnny Depp, like, fell in love. It was really Aww, cute. Oh, all right. Solid. That sounds good. You you know you'll have to, like, sit me down and watch it with me for, to get me to watch I it. I will. I will happily watch Edward Scissorhands <laughs> anytime. Great. It's such a good movie. I'm so glad. Okay. Do you have any more? What else you got? Yeah, I got a couple honorable okay. mentions. Give me some honorable mentions. Okay, I have Glee, Rocky Horror Glee Show. Oh, yep, good one. Yeah. And then um, I feel like all of Sabrina the Teenage Witch. There it is. Yeah. Been waiting for that one. Basically, Salem is just like the sassiest effing cat. Like, the best. But then I feel like when you were talking about Halloween Town, it was making me think of Sabrina the Teenage Witch because. Yeah, they're just, like, chilling in the kitchen of their suburban home, making mm-hmm. up potions. And then Sabrina's, like, casting spells at school to, like, she'll just, like, zap close her locker yeah. and, like, all that. That was another, other than Casper meets Wendy, when I started watching Sabrina the Teenage Witch, that even more solidified me wanting magical powers to just do whatever <laughs> I didn't want to do. Yeah. Yes. What were the ants' names? Zelda and Helda? <laughs> yeah, something like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, also, what is it with, like, witches just having ants but no parents? Right? 
like, like where are your parents yeah and why don't the aunts have kids you got cousins yeah <laughs> like, you got cousins <laughs> i know well in salem the cat reminds me a lot of binks and hocus pocus too right because they're both talking cats you know that, that seems like a common theme with the witches yeah hmm. and then um wandavision Oh, they had a Halloween episode. Their Halloween episode was so clever. And she wore the original Scarlet Witch comic costume. And then her kids dressed up. One of her kids dressed up as Pietro. And then Wolverine was the other one, right? I think so. Yeah. yeah. And then that was the episode where um, what's his face was in it. Evan Peters. Evan Peters as Pietro. Yeah. Yeah, that one was good. Yeah. And then Vision was also the classic Vision. Yeah. From the comics. too. Yeah. That was so good. And then I think that was the episode that was designed after Malcolm in the Middle, which just, like, was the icing on the cake. So good. That reminds me of um, a Halloween party. One of the, the first parties that I met our friend group and, like, I guess you, essentially. I'd met you before, but this party was, like, a big kickoff to the friendship. Yeah. But one of our friends was dressed in the original Thor costume from the <laughs> comics. And I think original is a strong word. Well, it was an adaptation <laughs> adaptation of the comic book costume. Yeah. He had like a duct tape, yeah. like he had, crown head. He had duct thing. tape everywhere. Like everywhere. he had duct tape on his shoes. He had a duct tape crown. I think he duct taped his cape to his t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> All I know is I got so drunk, I wanted to wear the crown headpiece <laughs> thing. And I did, and I have pictures of it. I was like, let's take a picture. That's fantastic. So good. But he has, like, naturally long blonde long hair, blonde so it's hair, a perfect yeah. costume. He has yeah. a blonde beard, too. Yeah. Yeah. It checked out. It was it was incredible, if you ask me. I was loving it. <laughs> um, okay, one last honorable mention. We can't go without talking about it. I would say it is the ultimate classic Halloween oh. content. Wow. <laughs> coming from the girl Drum who doesn't roll, like please. Halloween yeah I'm really building it up here yeah it is Charlie Brown it's oh, the great pumpkin the great pumpkin that one's always a classic yeah I don't watch Halloween things but I'll be like it's Charlie Brown you're like I'll watch Charlie Brown <laughs> anytime I was never much of a Charlie Brown kind of kid I would watch I think the Christmas ones more. yeah no, I agree. No, I, I don't remember watching, like, episodes. Yeah. If anything, I was a comic girl. Ah, oh, the Sunday comics? When you're a kid. Yeah, that's true. Dad breaks out the Sunday paper. He's looking at the football score. He's looking at the business news. Dad, give me the comics. In color. Oh, the Sunday yeah. comics were in color. Yep. It was, like, Dennis the Menace, Peanuts, and then I loved those little single squares that were, like, I don't know what it's called, but... I was a comic girl. Yeah. I always remember in the newspaper looking at... That's how I had to have find movie times was in the oh, newspaper. Yeah. Did you have to do that too? Yeah. Like or, we would just, or we would just drive to the mall and look at the marquee. The, yeah. Like go get lunch and then be like, yeah, there's a showing. That's wild. Yeah. Also before assigned seats. That's still oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You would just buy a ticket and you would just... Wander in there. Free ball it and just hope there is enough seats for you to sit in. It was crazy. And you had to get there early. If it wasn't, we never really went to premieres like that. But if it was a popular one, you didn't want to get there late and get like the front row. Yeah, no. And then if you were in a group, 
and you wanted snacks, but you were kind of late, you would all need to go sit down and say, okay, save my seat while I go get yeah. us some snacks. Yeah. No, it was crazy. Hard times. I don't know, like, <laughs> like older generation like to treat us like, oh, I remember before the internet and I'd had to do this and do this and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, yeah, I remember before the internet too. Yeah. Like, I was a kid, but I still, like, like was with my parents who had to do all these things. Yeah. And, like, we couldn't just look it up. No. Yeah. Anyway. They would have, like, apartment listings yeah. in the paper, job listings, all that. I know. I just remember going to the newspaper if I wanted to see a movie and I'd have to find the the, the time and the location and then, like, yep. go show my parents. I would have it circled. Yep. And I'm like, look, can we go? Can we go? <laughs> I do remember the day the world came crashing down was the day that I realized that the paper wasn't free. <laughs> capitalism baby nothing's in america's free <laughs> yeah because i grew up like watching these movies where the paper boy would throw that's a subscription babe you I didn't know that for that <laughs> no because paper boy <laughs> throws it on every house i thought the city was just <laughs> giving them out <laughs> and then at one point my parents were like Oh, no, we're only going to get the Sunday paper now because the everyday paper is too expensive. Yeah. And I was like, what do you mean it's too expensive? <laughs> what do you mean you're paying for the paper? <laughs> That's so funny. Also, the Sunday paper was always way more expensive. Oh, she was thick. <laughs> but she, Yeah, she was thick. My family actually... My parents, to get some, like, passive income, would do the Sunday paper route. Like, oh. we would, like, freak, they would pack us all up in a truck. We would go out Saturday night. We would put together, we'd have to go pick up the individual newspapers, like, the ads that go inside and then oh. the actual newspaper, and then put them together and then go put them in the um the little newspaper stand things at like convenience mm-hmm. stores and and uh, gas stations and stuff like that we would drive around and my dad would put them in there and yeah it was that it was thick and we would get <laughs> we would have like black fingers afterwards yeah. from the pa- the paper residue and I remember when I was younger, I didn't have to do anything. I would just sleep in the car. Nice. Like, because they couldn't leave us at home because my little brother and I were like really young. Yeah. So they had, they were leaving all night. So they would have to take us with them. But then once I got old enough, they would put me to work and I'd have to build papers and oh, stuff. Oh, gosh. It was, it's kind of crazy, but it was always fun because then we would finish around like four or five in the morning and then we'd always go get breakfast pizza which i really loved and then we would eat the breakfast pizza what is breakfast pizza it's like from where would we get it i can't remember where we would get it but it is just like regular like pizza dough and i think it was like alfredo sauce and then cheese like normal and then there was sausage egg peppers all this fun stuff, like breakfasty stuff, bacon on top of the pizza, and then you would just eat it. All right, that sounds like a good time. Uh, it was so good. So yeah, we would eat our breakfast pizza, and then we would go home, and then we'd sleep like all of Sunday, and then oh. we would kind of wake up probably in the afternoon, you know? Yeah. Because we were out all night doing the paper. Anyway, just middle class family stuff in Oklahoma. <laughs> yeah. But no, it was definitely a, a fun memory, but. Yeah, I love that. I mean, yeah, I still have memories of, like, like I said, like, 
you know, we I, maybe I would read the comics like throughout the week or whatever when we apparently got the paper during the week. <laughs> and then um, I remember I was always so excited for Sunday because it was in color. And so I just have these memories of, like, sitting around the breakfast table. And Sundays were, like, you know, we had a traditional Sunday breakfast. We Mm -hmm. got pancakes. We got bacon. We got the whole nine yards. And I got the comics in color. Like, it was the best time. (laughs) It's the best day of the week. Pancakes and color comics? It doesn't get better for a (laughs) five-year-old, honestly. (laughs) This is the American dream, people. Come on. Oh, it's funny. Okay, well... Next week, we are diving into more of the spooky of the spooky season. Spooky-ooky, as <laughs> Kiki Palmer would say. spooky <laughs> So good. We have a special guest next week that will be joining us. We are so excited. Our first guest. To give all her wise wisdom on Halloween scary movies. All or the movies all that the I have not seen. Yeah, it'll be fun to uh, see the differences in the conversation. <laughs> but no, that'll be fun next week. Follow us on Instagram and TikTok. We're at Subtitles on our podcast. And we're on Twitter at S-O-O-O podcast. See you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.